It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Hey, what it do? Welcome to another new episode of Locked On Bucks. On today's show, the Milwaukee Bucks lose to the shorthanded Memphis Grizzlies 113 to 110. And when I say shorthanded, I mean, the Memphis Grizzlies injury report looks like a CVS receipt type of shorthanded Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> That's the team they lost to tonight. Me and Frank are going to talk about this game, a reported buyout addition heading to the Milwaukee Bucks, plus concern levels heading into the All-Star break with the Bucks carrying a 3-7 and seven record under Doc Rivers into the break. All that and more up next on Locked on Bucks. You are Locked on Bucks. Your daily Milwaukee Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Camille Davis. You can catch me weekly on the Technical File Podcast, as well as find my work over at Cheesehead TV and Pack-A-Day Podcast. Joining me is Frank Madden, longtime voice of the pod and founder of BrewHoop.com. We appreciate you tuning in and thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen every day. 
We are free and available wherever you get podcasts, as well as on YouTube. I will say as we start this off, excuse my voice, I'm getting over a cold and the Milwaukee Bucks did not make me feel any better tonight uh, coming into this game against Memphis, which by the way, the Memphis Grizzlies were the last ranked offense in the league. I got to tell you, Frank, I did not expect this game to end up with clutch minutes at the end, uh, but that's what we got here. The Grizzlies were up at what I thought was a comfortable margin under a minute to play. They had some free throws, but we had two quick Malik Beasley free throws, uh, some missed free throws from the Grizzlies, and then a chance for you know the Bucks to at least tie it up being down three after Dame takes the charge, gets the ball back 11 seconds on the clock. The Dame Brook pick and roll is just all a shambles. Dame loses the ball. Bucks don't get a shot off. The game is over. The Bucks lose. Just how are you feeling uh, after this very, very disappointing Bucks loss? Uh, <clears throat> I mean, you know, one step forward and two massive steps back, you know, this week, right? I mean, um, arguably the 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 best performance of the season on Monday against mm -hmm. the Nuggets and you follow it up with a complete towel you know white flag waving um in that third quarter um against the heat and then you know you should have motivation to go into the all-star break on a winning note against a, a Grizzlies team that's you know racked with injuries and uh you know they were coming off a of back-to-back yep and you kind of just didn't take it seriously early. And I think the Grizz just got into a comfort zone and they hit a ton of shots that they probably normally don't hit. Um, they end up, what, 50% from three, I think. Um, but, you know, like you kind of reap what you sow. And I thought the ending was kind of fitting, right? Like the Bucks can't just go into the All-Star break with a you know, tire fire loss, they have to give themselves a chance to tie it and then completely screw up <laughs> the chance to tie. It's like, if you lose by nine, like maybe we can just like, you know, hate you bucks and go to bed angry. But instead you had to give that like glimmer of hope that you'd have a chance to tie it. And instead, um, I mean, it looked like Dame was going to lose the ball entirely um, when he like bungles into Brooke on that screen. Mm -hmm amazingly gets the ball back and still sort of had a chance um, at the very end there with that Hail Mary. But I mean, to effectively not even get past half court when you inbound it with 11 seconds left. Dane with probably his defensive play of the year, Camille taking a huge charge. charge. <laughs> like, um, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, kind of just a distillation of what the last few weeks have been in the sense of, you know, you can, basically look at Giannis and Giannis held up his end of the bargain. Um, 35 points. What he missed two shots all night, 15 to 17 from the field, five and nine from the free throw line. Um, you know, 11 assists. He was dealing, giving Bobby Portis, Bobby Portis layups most of the night. And, um, you know, Dame started off pretty well and yep. then just did not make plays really in the second half. I think he had he had a, a couple of plays early in the fourth quarter and then um I don't know. It seems like a very long time ago, Camille. Remember when Dame was like Mr. Clutch to start the year? Opening night, 39 points. Was that the mm -hmm. high note of the Dame Dame era, basically? With that monster game against the Sixers? I mean, that's what it feels like. It just, yeah. 
it just feels like um, this month has just been. I Tough. hope it's I hope it's rock bottom because if this isn't rock bottom for him, then man, like I'm not looking forward to <laughs> post All Star break. Yeah, and Dame is such a crucial piece for this Milwaukee Bucks team. We've talked about the Bucks record when he scores at least 26 points. I believe, like, I don't have it off the top of my head, but no, it's like 22 it's, and three or something like that. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's unbelievable <laughs> what this record is when Dame is on. And again, we know why you make the trade for Damian Lillard. You're doing it for the offense, and with the way this team is constructed, being so top heavy with the big contracts there. You're relying on Giannis. You're relying on Dame primarily as your two go-to scorers. And then, of course, you're looking at Chris Middleton and you're looking at Brooke Lopez. Now, there was no Chris Middleton tonight, but yet and still, this is a Bucks team that when you look on paper, you're like, this team should beat the Memphis Grizzlies even without a Chris Middleton. But you have Brooke Lopez. He's 5 of 14 from the field, 2 of 9 from 3. Dame is 3 of 13 from 3. And then you look at Malik Beasley, your other starter, three of 10 from three, like your backcourt going six of 23 uh, from three is tough to overcome, especially when the two of them are taking over half of your three point attempts as a whole team. So this team, I don't want to say they go completely as Dame goes, but he is such a crucial piece to this offense. And when Doc got here, you know, he talked about looking for ways to unlock this defense or unlock this offense because he felt there's another level for them to go to. Um, and it's still, it looks like the Bucks are struggling to figure out exactly how to unlock that. Now, of course, we know over some of the games, they had some guys in and out of the lineup. And again, with them being top heavy, if you're missing Dame in a lineup, it's going to be hard for you to win. The Bucks have not actually won a game so far this season when Damian Lillard does not play. Uh, without Brooke, it's a bit more difficult, but they got to, the guys got to play better. I know Doc Rivers mentioned the fact that some guys were already in Cabo tonight. Like half the guys were already on vacation tonight, but that to me, like I get that. But after a disappointing loss to the heat like that, I was really hoping to see the bucks bounce back and go into the break a bit stronger than what they did tonight. Yeah. I mean, like whenever the bucks lose, I always want in, in like in my brain, I always like, I oh, mean, I hope there's a game tomorrow. Like I just want to get this taste out of my mouth. And so now, I mean, like, I'm not going to listen to any, like, national podcasts oh, for the no. next, like, 10 days, Camille, because it's just going to be, I mean, be torture. deservedly, they're just going to kick dirt on the Bucks, And that's not enjoyable. And, you know, but <clears throat> I was just, I, you know, I've said it so many times. I mean, the season is long. I, I think there's justifiable justified to be concerned about this team um in particular the fact that they don't look like a team that is ready to hang on to a top two or three seed in the mm -hmm. east which to me is aside from good health like the main outcome you need to shoot for at the end of the regular season you need to be healthy and you need to be the two or three seed because you don't want boston in the second round um so but i think the way this is trending i think the knicks have lost four games in a row Thank um, you. <laughs> you know, but I mean, things happen, right? I mean, Cleveland was down bad and then they figured something out and they won, they won a ton of games in a row. You know, things can change quickly. I still think there's the talent for this team to be really good. And look mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like when you're top four guys on the floor, you're plus 16 net rating. And, you know, in a lot of ways, the, the all-star break can't come at a better time 
because they need Chris Middleton back. I think that's been one of the obvious takeaways. The offense has looked disjointed and lacking creation, um, you know, pretty regularly, really, over these last few weeks. The offense has been pretty mediocre, I would say, overall. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even though there have been, you know, more games where there's been, I think, encouraging things on defense, um, we have not seen the offense just be able to to kind of carry them to wins. And a lot of that's because Dame's just been terrible this month. Um, yeah. I think, you know, at this point with three for 13, he, he must be still under 30%. So Giannis is still out shooting him from three um, this month, which is not great. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not even asking Dame to be a top 75 all-time NBA player. I'm just asking him to be like a top 25 current right now NBA player because he he was that for a lot of this season. Let's not forget it. I mean, late late in last calendar year, he had a really good extended stretch. Um had outstanding December. Yeah. But for some reason, obviously just the shots abandoned him and some of the turnovers and decision making, it's just been bad. And um uh, obviously he's not really giving you anything defensively. So they just need more from him. And I think it's, you know, at this point, again, I hope this is rock bottom for him this season. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's just been tough to watch and, and it sucks because he had a good first half tonight. Right. And then just start off really well. Yeah. Again, just, it seems like every night, you know, it's two for nine, three for 12, just the shot making, just that we're used to is just not there. And I'm, I'm sure that that guy is still in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, maybe the three-point shooting contest will unlock it, Camille. I don't know. And hope was, for him and bees. Yeah, if there was a if there was an easy answer, I'm sure they would have figured it out. But um, we know there's a lot going on with him. He had the injury. Obviously, he's got the personal stuff off the court. But it, you know, at this point, it's it's just kind of weird that he would be going backwards at this point because mm-hmm. we've seen how good he can be even this season. We're not just you know, banking on last year's game. Um, we've seen him play great basketball for the Milwaukee Bucks, but obviously it just has not happened with with the level of consistency, especially in the calendar year 2024. Yeah, absolutely. And I would love to continue to have this conversation a little bit more in depth, just about how the Bucks have been looking over the last 10 games with Doc Rivers at the helm and what concern levels are for you personally. We can't speak for everybody. Uh, heading into All-Star break. So let's talk about that after this break. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each and every week, all season long. So whether you're prepping for a daily draft or you're looking to scout the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So taking a look at who Josh has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week, uh, the player I'm going to highlight is Marvin Bagley III. Bagley is Washington's likely starting center now after the Daniel Gaffer trade, and that is worth grabbing for fantasy leagues just because of the playing time alone. The opportunity will be there uh, for Marvin Bagley III, so that's someone to definitely keep an eye on. Josh Lloyd from Lockdown Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy sh- championship. And eBay Motors of the championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. It's the exact same with your vehicle. Now, the everydayers might have heard me talk about my first car before. I had a 
2009 Nissan Altima, called my car Rico. And one of the things I always wanted on Rico was just nice hubcaps. I didn't go and get rims myself, but I wanted to have some different hubcaps outside of the Nissan standard one. I wish I would have known about eBay Motors ahead of time because I went through a lot of hubcaps on my first car uh, with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Between brake kits, LED headlights, in my case, uh, hubcaps, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you'll be burning rubber and not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eBay's guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only and exclusions do apply. We truly appreciate you tuning in to Lockdown Bucks. And a special shout out to all the everydayers who make sure they tune in Monday through Friday. Even the live shows that we throw here, we definitely appreciate that. And make sure y'all stay tuned because we are going to continue the content throughout the All-Star break. And if you enjoy Lockdown Bucks, you probably will enjoy Lockdown Sports today as well. 24-7 sports coverage of all of the top stories of the day. Is brought to you by the local experts from Locked On Plus, our national shows that cover every league. So head over to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Uh, now, Frank, we mentioned a little bit before the break just how the Bucks are looking. And I mentioned the Bucks are heading into the All-Star break with a 3-7 and seven record over their last 10 games, which does coincide with when Doc Rivers took over. Uh, when the Bucks return from the All-Star break, they're going to only have 26 games left. People are always looking at the All-Star break as a halfway point in the season, but the reality is it's not halfway. We're really already like two-thirds through the season already. So we've talked about it a little bit, but are you concerned about this team's prospects, or do you think there's still an avenue to improvement with this roster? Because Maybe I'm I'm a uh, glass half full type of girl, always have been. So I'm going to always try to find something to cling on to for hope. And I do think that there's still an avenue for this roster, for this team to be a championship contender. But what do you think? I mean, they've played all their cards, right? Especially with the Gallo signing. You, you've used up all your roster spots. The trade deadline has passed. You've already fired your coach. Um, you know, this is the group you're stuck with. And so I think... I think they have a chance to contend for a championship if they're healthy and if things, you know, break their way, which we've seen over the last three years. We obviously saw one year where things broke their way repeatedly mm -hmm. and they made big clutch plays and they won an NBA championship. And then we saw the next two years they had very untimely injuries yeah. and opponents making a, you know, ridiculous number of, of shots and, and they lost and were hugely disappointing. So we know how much luck factors into what happens in the postseason. And really all you can do is try to position yourself well with your regular season record and in your seating. And then hope that, you know, the, the injury gods smile upon you, basically. So, um, you know, again, I think I worry about what Dame Lillard is going to be in the playoffs, right? If If he's a guy that doesn't seem like you know, he can bring it at a consistent level every night in the regular season, then what is he going to look like against playoff defenses? You know, is he going to be, he'll have two really, really good games out of seven, 
and three bad ones and two man ones like what 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 level can he get to in the playoffs i think is a question that you know we can't help but wonder about mm-hmm. given how inconsistent he's been here in the regular season and then i think obviously the support the supporting cast is is a huge question mark um you know chris obviously has been healthy up until the ankle injury and was you know playing at a at a high level brooke you know again i think um offensively has dropped off a bit from last year when he had just a sensational scoring year and efficiency year defensively i think i mean i think there's probably been some drop off but i think for the most part you know the issues the bucks have have been more the perimeter defenders not mm-hmm. the interior defenders you know the bucks are 9 points per 100 worse when brook is on the bench versus on the floor defensively you know all the metrics in terms of rim protection um you know preventing mid-range effectiveness all that like all those things say brook lopez is still you know elite um so again if people are like saying well he's not you know a top two defensive player of the year guy anymore like okay like i could have predicted (laughs) could have probably predicted that given he's a 35 year old dude um so yeah i mean obviously there's questions and you know I, I don't know the answers to to especially I think the supporting cast questions and I don't know the answer to to the Dame question, but again like I don't think we can be prisoners of the moment either and the season is so long like you just can't you know I, well you can let yourself get too high because that's fun that's what's being a fan is but yeah. you know I I just don't think you can again get too low on things when stuff goes badly because it happens and. Um, you know, we've seen it even in this season. Look at, you know, other than Boston, just look at some of the swings that, you know, some of the various teams have had, right? I mean, the Nuggets have had a really weird kind of disjointed season, um, you know, and and you can kind of go up and down the list, right? Are the Warriors now suddenly good again? I Like, Camille, I was I was like, they were, they were done, and now, like, people are excited about the Warriors again. You know, I don't know if stuff flips really quickly. At the end of the day... The good news is you have Giannis. No one else has Giannis. And he's been the only kind of consistent thing about this team night in and night out. We saw it again tonight. He was tremendous and unstoppable and got wherever he wanted um, early after the first quarter, really took one shot in the first quarter and then was kind of unstoppable the rest of the way. Um, So you still have Giannis. And as long as Giannis is healthy, you're going to have some chance. That's a fact. Winning winning four straight playoff series like that. I don't, I think at this point, you know, we'd say, I don't know that even Giannis can carry this team to four straight playoff series wins, but, um, but we'll see. And again, just got to pray for the restorative power of um, the state of Indiana for Damian Lillard and his jump shot, I guess. Cause uh, to me, it starts with him in terms of what their ultimate ceiling is. I agree with the starting with Dame and I'd, Listen to part of the the Nassis Adekumpo podcast that he had with Dame. I didn't finish the whole episode, but they were talking about Dame time and things like that. And Dame made a comment along the lines of, you know, I'm still figuring out my way. I'm still getting kind of comfortable. I'm I'm still not there yet. He's and I feel as things continue to ramp up um, and as games start to matter more, like you're going to see my intensity level pick up a bit. 
going forward as well. So it seems as if Dame is kind of like, I understand what's happening. Like I'm, I'm still working through some things as it continues on. I expect that my play will continue to get better. And I know he's notoriously a slow starter. We've heard that from Portland fans who warned us like, Hey, give him some time. So when we got to December and I was seeing Damian Lillard's numbers, I was like, Oh, okay. We're, we're starting to take that, that, that turn that they mentioned, like it's going to start getting better with the consistency levels here. I mean, January has just been a bad month. I don't know. Let me take that back. 2024 so far um, just has not been super kind to uh, Damian Lillard on the shooting split. So if he can pick that up, I feel pretty good about the Bucks' chances because if you have Giannis playing the way that he has and you have Damian Lillard being able to knock down shots, those are two floor or two players who raise your floor considerably. Uh, we saw Giannis almost take the Bucks to the next round uh, against the Celtics a couple years ago without Chris Middleton when he was just dragging them along um, as best as he could during that series. So um, I trust in Giannis. And what we also need, of course, is the health aspect of it. A healthy Chris Middleton definitely changes the equation. I don't want to see too much more point guard Pat Connaughton if we can help it. I, I don't quite understand that. I mean, we got Patrick Beverly on the team now. I got it when, you know, Cam was being traded. We didn't have another point guard. But uh, the point PC minutes have not – not, does not work. That's not someone you really want initiating your offense there. Um, so, like I said, I'm a glass half full type of person. I see the avenues for the Bucks to get better, for them to play um, at a level that can get them in the conversation and on paper – to the NBA finals, but they are going to have to play better. We've seen the defense pick up. The offense has taken a step back. They need to get that offense back up while keeping this level of defensive intensity up. And I'll feel pretty good about them. So I know there's questions about the bench and I get that, but we also do know that come playoff time, that bench rotation is going to shorten up. And we heard word today about uh, De Niro Gallinari possibly signing with the Bucks. It's reported that he's coming to the Bucks. Pat Bev broke it first uh, on the Pat Bev podcast saying that Gallinari was going to be going either to the Bucks or to the Clippers. Um, and then reports came out earlier today that the Bucks is going to be the team that he plans to sign with. So after the break, we'll talk a little bit more about his signing and how that might affect the bench and Bucks rotation after this. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from another retirement accounts with a 3% match. So that's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. Claim as of quarter one, 2024, validated by the Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC, member of SIPC, is a registered broker-dealer. 
Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Now, apparently the Bucks are going to have another guy on the bench. They cleared out that 15th roster spot when they traded Robin Lopez to the Sacramento Kings. Um, and according to his agent, Danilo Gallinari is finalizing his contract to sign with the Milwaukee Bucks. So, Frank, what are your thoughts on the pickup? And how do you think this is going to affect the rotation with the Bucks adding in another a stretch big, really, a 6'10 stretch big at this point with not much defense? Uh, I would have liked this move more like last year or the year before when, you know, they had a stronger defense and, and the offense was shakier. Although maybe Camille, the offense is shaky now again. So maybe they, they need his, uh, his shooting. I don't know. Um, you know, I don't, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't really fill an obvious need with Jay and, and Bobby, you know, kind of fixtures in the rotation. Um, but let's also be honest, like Bobby has been up and down, has not been at the same level as consistently this year as he has before. Yeah. We obviously have seen him turn into a pumpkin in the playoffs the last couple of years. And, you know, Jay's got the worst, you know, on off rating on the team. Like they've, they've been awful when, <laughs> when he's been on the floor. And I don't think that's all, you know, a Jay Crowder problem, but, you know, I, I have my reservations about, you know, looking at him as some sort of, you know, saving grace or guy that like is going to close games for me or something like that. So um, I think it's just like a talent grab thing. I don't know that you would have are going to get like a more talented guy in the bio market. I mean, maybe a more talented guy becomes available, but you're one of 30 NBA teams. You still have to convince that guy to actually sign with you. So uh, Doc and, and Gallo have history. You know, Gallo had probably his best season as a pro with the Clippers under Doc in I think 2019. So, you know, there's some history there and probably the most important thing is that there's presumably some trust and that this was a move because doc wants to not just have Danilo Gallinari in his team, but you know, as good as his personality is, I'm sure he probably also wants to play him. And so I'm, I'm just very curious how they kind of juggle his, uh, his involvement with the likes of Jay and Bobby and you could certainly argue that you know, if you knew this was coming, would the Bucks have been so tied to keeping Bobby Portis at the trade deadline, which, you know, kind of reports suggested that they were, you know, not willing to to move off of Bobby unless they got a really nice return. Mm-hmm. And to his credit, Bobby was pretty solid tonight. Um, certainly benefited from Giannis g- gifting him about five layups. Um, but, uh, 
but we'll see. I mean, Gallo's a really talented offensive player. You know, he's certainly much more of a scorer, you know, likes to kind of do, you know, mismatch and post up smaller guys can step out, knock down threes. Um, it's kind of funny, like going back a few years ago, he would defend Giannis pretty regularly when, you know, he was in matchups against the Bucks, And I thought he was like, actually like reasonably, like, like surprisingly decent in the grand scheme of the universe against Giannis. Again, that's kind of like a weird, you know, person to, to, to use as a bellwether because who can really defend Giannis? Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know what exactly he's got left in the tank. You know, is he again, more of like a small ball four or five with Giannis option? Is he going to play some three, you know, with, if, if Chris misses any more time, I'm not really sure. Um, you know, his numbers have held up. Okay. Uh, but I don't know, Camille, I don't know if you've been watching a lot of Pistons games this year. Uh, so not since they won some games. I don't know if you have much of an opinion on where he is right now, but, um, we'll, we'll probably find out, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing he will see some run, but you know, just thinking back to last year when John Horst spent, you know, a billion second round picks to get Jay Crowder and mm-hmm. where was Jay Crowder in the first round of the playoffs? He, you know, was sitting on the bench stewing and acting like, you know, Mike Budenholzer had insulted his manhood. So again, I think Shams referred to, you know, a strong role or a potential for a strong role, quote unquote, strong role as one of the reasons that Gala was signing with the Bucks. So yeah, I'm just, I'm very curious to see kind of how that plays out. And obviously injuries, uh, are always sort of reality and with injuries come opportunity, but um, that's probably the most interesting to me is just trying to figure out how exactly doc is going to use him. Cause I assume we'll see him. And uh, I don't know, to me, this also, we can talk about like, well, they should have traded Bobby, but to me, I'm thinking, man, they really should have traded at least Marjon at the deadline. Cause this is just, you know, Stop one more, games. one more dude that is 100% going to see minutes before, <laughs> before Marjon Bochamp and probably before, Andre Jackson, who did play tonight, but really didn't do anything useful tonight, which, you know, as a reminder, like Andre, I don't think is a savior either. As much Two as fouls in one minute tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. unfortunately, kind of <laughs> typical Andre line. So, um, so we'll see. I hope you like, if you're a Bucks fan, I hope you like watching old dudes that, uh, you know, were drafted in the, the early two, 2010s slash late 2000, last late, late two aughts, 20 aughts. Um, cause, uh, we got enough of them. Yeah. There's a whole bunch. And that's the, the piece with the, the sign of Gallinari that I'm really interested in seeing is like, where do the minutes come from? Uh, because the report that came out, I believe when Woj or Shams, I forget which one said it, but they mentioned that part of why he chose to come to the bucks on the buyout market is because he was going to have a strong opportunity at a role. So I was like, Hmm, that's interesting. Like whose minutes there? Uh, is he planning to take from it? Maybe it's just based on the matchup or how the day, the night is going uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks. Maybe if it's a night where the offense from the bench is not cooking, you throw him in there and see what he can do because he can get a bucket. Maybe you throw him out there in those situations. Uh, but when I start thinking about what the playoff rotation might look like, assuming everyone is healthy, you're looking at, of course, you know, Brooke, Giannis, Chris, Dame, and Beasley starting. And on your bench, you're looking at, Jay Crowder, Bobby Portis, now De Niro Gallinari, plus uh, Pat Bev, Pat Connaughton, 
AJ Green, who's been getting some runs. So it's going to be really interesting to me to see which of these guys can carve out um, a place in the rotation as time continues going. And once we get to the playoffs, uh, what is that seven, eight man rotation going to look like for this team? But we still have 26 games to go when we come back from the All-Star break. Again, the All-Star festivities start on Friday. That's All-Star Saturday night where you can see Damian Lillard and Malik Beasley in the three-point shooting contest. And then Sunday night, we have the All-Star game where uh, Dame and Giannis are starting for the Eastern Conference. So there are going to be some Bucks that we can watch play basketball this weekend. And then the Bucks have a break until they come back uh, when the first game back from the break against the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. So you're coming back <laughs> to a game against the top in the East. So again, maybe the Bucks just need, they, they just can't play these, these G league teams anymore. Camille, I think that's maybe. really the problem. They, they need to face the top teams. Let's ignore the fact that the Wolves blew them out, um, you know, a week and a half ago. Uh, that, you know, out so everybody. You know, that, that was when there was the G league Bucks yeah. basically right with Giannis. Um, yeah. Let's just hope it's a full strength Bucks team and, Let's hope they look more motivated than they did th these last couple of games. Yeah, maybe once they visit Cabo, uh, they won't be thinking about it as much on the court as Doc Rivers alluded to after tonight's game. But we'll wrap up there tonight. Again, there will be Locked on Bucks content coming at you guys over the All-Star break. We are trying to align calendars to get Kane Pittman uh, on the show during the break. So we're working on it, hopefully uh, we can get them on here and have some fun taking some uh, deep looks at the Milwaukee Bucks. So make sure you're keeping it locked into Locked on Bucks. And after you finish up this podcast, go ahead and check out Locked on Sports today for 24-7 coverage of all the top sports stories of the day. For Frank and myself, we'll catch you later. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.